Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. M-A-I-N-M-E-N-U Main Menu Main Menu Main Menu Hello, everyone, and welcome to Main Menu for the 8th of February, 2019. I am your co-host, Jason Castanguay. Main Menu gets its narrator groove on with our friends at Microsoft. Did you miss the Microsoft Accessibility Learning Webinar, Narrator 101? Have no fear, we're bringing it to you. It's the first in a series of webinars from Microsoft going over the features of Narrator. If you've considered trying it as a screen reader, listen up. After that, we bring you some news from ACB and the world of technology. Enjoy! Hello and welcome to the first series, first of our Accessibility Learning Webinar series. My name is Sean. And I'm Chitra from the Microsoft Disability Answer Desk team. We are the moderators for the today's webinar, Narrator 101, so welcome everyone. Before we get started, I want to cover a few logistics here. Um, we do have the link for live captions available, so if you want to review the live captions, go to aka.ms forward slash web captions. So again, the link is aka.ms forward slash web, web captions. And we've also sent the URL um, in an email. Um, so please feel free to review it. Um, so Sean, can you tell us, uh, tell us about the new webinar series and what to expect today? Sure. Thanks, Chitra. Um, so at Microsoft, our miss mission is to empower every customer and or organization on the planet to achieve more. We're committed to delivering great experiences and customer service to people with disabilities. We have received feedback from lots of our customers asking for training on some of the accessibility features built into our products. In response to a lot of this demand we've seen, we're now launching a monthly webinar series to empower every customer with accessibility knowledge. Each webinar will last one hour and is divided into two parts. First, guest presenters from Microsoft product teams will demonstrate how to use technology through a live video broadcast. Then, attendees and presenters will participate in a moderated question and answer session. So just a small corrections in the URL that I provided earlier. It's aka.ms forward slash webinar captions. Again, it's aka.ms forward slash webinar captions if you want to review the live captions. So I'm going to introduce uh, two awesome guest speakers today from the Narrator Engineering team. That's going to be Mariah Moon and Jeff Bishop, who are sitting right beside me. And they're going to demonstrate the Narrator features, which is released in Windows 10, October 2018. And after completing this session, you should be familiar with the basic concepts of navigating Narrator, including some of the basic commands, browsing the web, changing Narrator settings, and sending and receiving email. Okay, once the speakers are done, we will have time for Q&As. So if you do want to post us questions, please email us at accwebinars with the S at the end. So it's accwebinars at microsoft.com, or you can tweet us at hashtag accessibilitywebinar. Again, it's accwebinars at microsoft.com, or you can tweet us at hashtag accessibilitywebinar. Thank you, and I'm going to turn it over to Jeff and Mariah to go ahead with the demo. Thanks, Chitra. So we are going to be doing a narr narrator demo where we're covering uh, how to set up narrator, kind of the basics of how you can get started. Uh, and uh, how to browse the web, and uh, how to work with your mail app that comes with uh, Windows 10. 
So I'm going to start by just turning on Narrator. There are a bunch of different ways to turn on Narrator, but a pretty common one is by holding Control, the Control key, the Windows key, and Enter all together. So I'll start by doing that. Starting Narrator. Narrator dialog. OK. Button. Alt plus O. Heads up. Narrator keyboard changes. We've updated the narrator. All right, so what just came up is a dialogue explaining some of the updates that are available in the October release. So one of the big things that has changed for Narrator in this release is that the keyboard commands, what we call our keyboard layout, has, up, has been updated. So those keyboard commands are now a little bit more familiar, they're more ergonomic, so they're a little bit easier to press, and they're more mnemonic, so they're easier to remember. And my colleague, Jeff Bishop, is going to be talking a little bit more about that later in this talk. So I'm going to go ahead and press OK on this dialog. Space. Narrator Quick Start. Heading Level 1. Welcome to Narrator Quick Start. 1 of 13. This guide shows you the base. So I'll stop that there. What just came up after the keyboard dialog is something we're calling the Narrator Quick Start. And what we've heard from customers is that people have been finding it hard to learn about kind of how to get started with Narrator. So we wanted to create something that was a little bit easier to learn and use. So what, what the Narrator Quick Start teaches you is kind of the top 13 things uh, that are useful for Narrator, especially to help you get onto the web uh, and do some web browsing. So in the Quick Start, we teach things like how to learn the keys on your keyboard with narrator input learning. And Jeff's going to cover that a little bit later as well. Uh, we also teach how to navigate with narrator, how to interact with controls. And we also have some practice pages in the Quick Start so you can try out the things that you've learned. So like I said, when you turn on narrator after the keyboard dialog that comes up, this Quick Start is just going to come up and start reading for you. Now, we understand that some people may not want that experience. Or, if you've already gone through the quick start, you might not want to hear it every time Narrator turns on. So there is a Don't Show Again checkbox that you can go ahead and check if you don't want to see that again. Mariah? Yes. What about that keyboard dialogue? You know, we talked a little bit about this, that it will come up every time Narrator starts. Can we just, can, is there a checkbox there, too? That's a great question, Jeff. Yes, there is also a checkbox on the keyboard dialogue. Uh, so you, will not, you can check that, and you won't see that every time if you check that checkbox. So that's a great call out as well. So with the Narrator Quick Start, you can check the Don't Show Again guide uh, button, uh, checkbox, sorry. And if you do check that checkbox uh, and you do want to get the Quick Start back, you can get it back in settings. Uh, and we will be going through settings in this talk as well. Okay, so a few other things that the Quick Start covers. So one of the important concepts that the Quick Start covers is something called scan mode. And that's kind of an easy navigation mode to allow you to uh, navigate uh, and hear what's on the screen. So it should be familiar if you've used some, some other screen readers. You can do things like press the up and down arrows to go uh, to browse through content. And there's also a lot of uh, jumping commands. So you can press H for headings. There's also uh, commands to jump to landmarks and checkboxes and buttons. And we'll show some of those as well. All right, so let's um, close this. Uh, and I'm going to bring up narrator settings. And one of the commands that you will learn in the quick start is how to get to narrator settings. So first I'll close this just with Alt F4. Desktop list. 
All right, so I'm going to bring up narrator settings by pressing Control Windows N. N as in narrator. Capital N. Settings window. Use narrator. On. Use narrator to read and interact with your device. Toggle switch. All right, so that is what it's going to sound like when you press Control Windows N to get to narrator settings. And the first thing that focuses on is the narrator toggle switch. Um, so you can go and turn on, that's another way to turn on narrator. Um, so in the narrator settings, you can of course tab, so I could tab here. Check allow the shortcut key to start narrator checkbox. So I can also use scan mode, which is something that was covered in the quick start. So I'm going to turn on scan mode at this point, pressing uh, cap space. Scan. And when scan mode comes on, you'll hear scan. So at this point, I can use the up and down arrows to kind of browse through here. To turn narrator off with the touch screen, I'll press the here. Windows logo key plus control plus enter to turn narrator on or off. So there we go. So one important thing to note about narrator settings is that we have a lot of really helpful text that's kind of in narrator settings. And one easy way to get to that text is by using scan mode, the up and down arrows in scan mode. The other cool thing about settings that we have added is we have added heading support in settings. So the same way you might jump by heading in the web, you can jump by heading now in settings if you turn on scan mode. So uh, I will press H now to jump to some of these settings. Choose when to start narrator, heading level 2. Sync settings, heading level 2. Personalize narrator's voice, heading level 2. All right, so I'm on uh, personalized narrator's voice, the heading for that. Um, and this is a pretty common one that people like changing. Uh, so I'm going to down arrow um, from the heading. Choose a voice, Microsoft David, English, United States, combo box, collapsed. So what you just heard is that I'm on the Microsoft David combo box. Uh, and at this point, I could go and change my narrator voice. So why don't we go ahead and do that? So I'm going to press space on the combo box to open Microsoft it. Microsoft David, English, United States, one of five, selected. So I'll down, down arrow here a few times. Microsoft Zira, Microsoft Mark, English, United States, three of five, non-selected. All right, so I am currently on the, uh, the Microsoft Mark voice. I'm going to go ahead and select that. Choose a voice, Microsoft Mark, English, United States, combo box, collapsed. So there we go. I've just changed uh, narrator's voice to be Mark. We've heard that some people like this voice a little bit better. So we will continue this demo with the Mark voice, and I will turn it over to Jeff to continue with settings. Thank you, Mariah. One of the things that we've heard from customers is that we needed to try to make Narrator easier to learn and use, especially for those users who have used other screen readers. So in the October 2018 release of Windows, we have defined a new experience for Narrator, and we're calling it the standard keyboard layout. So let's go take a look at our keyboard settings. I'm going to navigate by heading. Change how much content you hear. Heading level 2. I'm pressing H. Choose keyboard settings, heading level 2. And we're now in the keyboard settings here. I'm going to press down arrow. Select keyboard layout. So the first combo box that you'll see here is the keyboard layout. Select keyboard layout, standard, combo box, collapsed. And by default, when you upgrade to this release, you'll get the standard keyboard layout. 
this keyboard layout has a number of improvements and let's talk about those. First of all, the caps lock key was the modifier key that we used for narrator for many releases. We're now calling this the narrator key. You'll see this in our documentation, in our user guide, and when you hear us talk about this, you'll hear us refer to it as the narrator key moving forward. The narrator key can now by default either be the caps lock key or the insert key found on full size keyboards, both on a numeric keypad as, as well as, as uh, the actual six pack of keys found in the center as well. You can use either one of those or the caps lock key by default. You can, if you want, you can change the keyboard layout to our legacy keyboard layout. You can do that by simply invoking the combo box. Standard, one of two, selected. And then arrowing down here. Legacy, two of two, non-selected. Now if you do that, then you only have the caps lock key as your modifier key, and a number of narrator commands that we'll be talking about today will not be available to you in the legacy keyboard layout. So let's go back to the standard keyboard layout. Standard, one of two, selected. And let's move forward here with the tab key. Learn about the different narrator keyboard layouts, link. Select narrator modifier key, caps lock or insert, combo box, collapsed. Caps lock or insert, three of three, selected. I just press space on the combo box and we have three options here. We know that people want to be able to configure their modifier key the way they like. So we provide you with three options. By default, caps lock and insert can be used as the narrator key, or you can use insert, two of three, non-selected, just insert, or caps lock, one of three, non-selected, caps lock key. It, caps lock or insert. Now let's, I'm moving back to caps lock or insert here. Now let's talk about some of the Un keyboard changes as far as the keyboard layout. About half of narrator's keyboard commands have changed in the layout itself. I'm going to invoke input learning. This is a feature that Mariah worked on <laughs> a few releases ago, and it's a command that's, that's really easy to remember. It's narrator key plus one. This is the one on the numbers row on your keyboard, so let's invoke that. Input learning on. Now, if you press any key on the keyboard, you'll hear its description. So, for example, narrator T. Capital T. Read window title. Read window title. That hasn't changed, right? But let's talk about the ones that have. First of all, we now support the use of the numeric keypad. The numeric keypad will allow you to navigate to anything on screen. So if you use narrator page Caps up. Page up. Change view. Then you can change your view. You can use narrator page down Caps to go lock. the opposite Narrator way. key. Page down. Change view. Narrator left and right arrow caps left arrow move to previous item right arrow move to next item and there's a lot more here you can find out a lot of information in appendix b of the narrator user guide it actually describes the keyboard layout in great detail and actually describes it in a way where it sections it out so for example there's a, a section that talks specifically about the numeric keypad now, you can move by line, words, and characters, as well as by page and by paragraph, and we've optimized this as well to make it easier to learn and use. So if you wish to read the current line, you can do that with narrator I. Cap capital I, read current line. That's read current line. To read the prior line, it's narrator U. Capital U, 
Read previous line. And narrator O will read the next line. Capital O, read next line. Word is K for current. Capital K, read current word. And J is previous. Capital J, read previous word. And L is next. Capital L, read next word. And if you continue to move your hand down the keyboard, M, comma, and period are for character. And if you wish to read by page or by paragraph, then you simply add the control key. So narrator, control. Caps lock, control. And then K, for example. Capital K, read current paragraph. Is read current paragraph. And J is. Capital J, read previous paragraph. Read previous paragraph. Capital L, read next paragraph. And read next paragraph. Now, Mariah talked a little bit about scan mode, and we've added a number of enhancements both within applications as well as on the web. So let's first get ourselves out of input learning, and we do that by pressing narrator one Caps twice. lock, one, toggle input learning, one, input learning off. One of the first things I want to show you is our new narrator find feature. This is a really great way of finding a narrator setting that you're interested in. So, for example, many of you might want to be able to connect a braille display to be able to be used with narrator. And we support a lot of them. So the chances are great that, that you probably have a display we support. This is done by pressing narrator control F. Narrator find window, search box, editing, alt plus S, scan off. I now have a search box here and I can type anything I want. In this case, I'm going to type braille. Capital E. And I'm going to press enter. Use braille, preview, heading level two. And this takes me directly to the heading where Braille support is talked about. And you can navigate from here and be able to install Braille and get it working on your specific device. Now, let's go to the web. First thing I want to show you is the Narrator User Guide. Complete Guide to Narrator, Windows Help, and Microsoft Edge. HTTPS colon 0% so right vertically we're in scroll. Edge, and we have the Narrator User Guide page up. And this allows you to find out a lot more information about Narrator. In fact, there's a what's new section right here showing on this page. Let's find out how to get there. We can navigate by heading. Space, heading level one. Table of contents, heading level two. What's new, heading level two. There you go. And there's a table of contents. And I know that there's actually a table there that actually talks a little bit about the chapters of the narrator user guide. So let's move to that. That's done by using T and shift T. In this case, I'm, I'm past it. So I'm going to do a shift T. Complete guide to narrator, windows help, table, columns chapter what's in it contains 12 rows. Now one of the changes that we made in narrator was we changed our table reading commands. Now you can use Control-Alt, up, down, left, and right to navigate a table. So let's move down the table with Control-Alt, down arrow. Table has 12 rows, two columns, chapter, column header, chapter one, introducing narrator, non-selected, column header chapter, wrote an overview of narrator including how to start and stop it, non-selected, column header what's in it. Col so I pressed Control-Alt, right arrow to get more information on that specific chapter. Chapter Chapter 2, Narrator Basics, not Chapter 3, using Scan Mode. Again, we can use Narrator Find here, and we can use all kinds of other commands in Scan Mode here to navigate by link, 
and all, all kinds of things that are located here. We've added three new commands in this release to assist you. First one I'm going to show you is list of links. This is done by pressing narrator F7. Search hyperlinks window, search list, skip to main content, link, one of 85. This pulls up a list of links and you can arrow through this list. You can also get to the edit field and type in a string to narrow your search results. And once you press enter on a link, it will take you to that link, but it will not execute the link. So it mainly just moves your focus to that link so that you can read in context where you are. And if you really want to go there, then you can execute the link yourself and go to that specific page. Microsoft link two of 85 selected two. We added two Filter. additional commands too. You can navigate by headings. That's done with narrator F6. Search headings window, search list, no items found, one of one, selected, no items found, one. Ah, oh, that's interesting, because there definitely are headings here. And filter keys. F so it, it looks like, Jeff, actually a dialogue has come up with filter keys. Oh. I think you can dismiss that and maybe try it. Complete guide there to narrate. Okay. <laughs> search you, search yeah. headings window, search list, complete guide to narrator, there we go. table of content, what's new, Head, standard keyboard layout, heading level three. Right, so the four. What's New section talks all about the standard keyboard layout. And again, if you press enter here, your focus is moved to that heading. Now, you can also do this Complete. with landmarks with narrator F5. Okay, I'm going to close this and we're going to now go to another web page. And Mariah, are yes. you a Star Wars fan? I am, Jeff. Yes, I'm a Star Wars fan too. And so, you know, I was asked the other day, what what, uh, where does Star Wars land in the top grossing films of all time? And I needed to find that information out. So let's go do a little bit of research on the web and, and just figure this out because, you know, Star Wars is really important. In fact, I think the new Star Wars movie comes out later this year. All right, let's close this. Closing tab, HTTPS colon slash slash en dot. All right, now I'm on Wikipedia and I know that there is a number of tables here. But first, I want to show you a, another feature that Narrator provides. Many of you have used the Seeing AI app. This is an application that's available on iOS, and it's really taken the community by storm. It's a, it's a great app. And, and we're use, utilizing some of the services that Seeing AI has implemented in Windows itself. So what I'm going to do here is I'm going to navigate by heading list of highest grossing films heading level one heading level one list of highest grossing f from wikipedia the free encyclopedia contents heading level two and we're going to navigate by heading once more highest grossing films heading level two and as you can Link, see here image a portrait of a middle-aged man with graying hair comma that's not me <laughs> but uh even though i'm getting grayer at least that's what my wife tells me not 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 a good thing to be telling me that anyway <laughs> So we have a feature in, in Narrator where we can actually use our cognitive services and we can find out information about an image. And lots of people use this, especially for social media and all kinds of things. And so we wanted to demonstrate it here today. So to do this, to get a description of an image, if you press Narrator Control D. Fetching image caption, James Cameron wearing a suit and tie. Good old James Cameron, that's awesome. 
All right, so let's find out this answer about Star Wars. Now, I think it's in, it's got to be in the top ten, right, Mariah? It's got to be, right? Yeah, it must be. It must be. Yeah, it must got to be. If it's not, that would be a very, very sad day <laughs> here at Microsoft. Okay, so let's let's navigate by tables because we know that that this is actually going to be in a table, and we don't want necessarily the first table. Although, if you look here, list of highest grossing films, Wikipedia. This is the, this is the first table, and uh, Star Wars is listed here. But I'm not interested in this one. I'm interested in the one below it. So let's go here. Highest grossing films as of 2017, adjusted for inflation, 33 INF. Okay, so for adjusted for inflation, and I'm going to use na table navigation again here. T one, not gone with the wind. Gone with the wind. That's number one. Title, column two of four. Non Avatar. Row Avatar. Header, row, Titanic. Row Titanic. Header, row four of eleven. And then Star Wars. Star Wars. Header, yes. Row five Released of in 1977. And if I move to the right here. Three billion forty-one million dollars. Yeah, it's made a lot of money. And as many times as I have bought the Star Wars films, I'm sure I've contributed to that number. So now, I also found it interesting because we were kind of looking at this before we started here today that my other favorite films are also listed in the top Star 10 Star Wars, The Sound of the Music, sound of music. Row In header, fact, it was just on television non over the holidays. And of course, E.T. the Extraterrestrial, e. the row extra header, row 7 of 11, non-selected. So again, you can use all kinds of, of scan mode commands here. You can navigate by heading, by, by button, by links. You can use the new list of links, headings, and landmark commands, and a lot more. So now I want to hand it over to Mariah, who's going to talk to us a little bit about mail. All right. Thanks, Jeff. All right. We actually have mail open, so I'm just going to Alt-Tab. If you didn't have mail open, you could just press Windows and type in mail and search that way. But I'll just Alt-Tab here. Settings 2 of 4. Inbox. Outlook. Mail 3 of 4. Inbox. Inbox. Outlook. Mail window. Message list. Mariah Moon tested Outlook.com CSUN 2000. All right, I'll stop it there. So that's kind of what it sounds like when you navigate to the to the mail app. And what's actually happening is focus is on the first uh, email in your message list. Uh, so that is where focus is placed. Wait, Mariah. Yes. It said something about CSUN. Oh yes. So we got to find out. We're going to CSUN, right? We are going to CSUN. Yes, and we're presenting there. We are presenting. And so let's find out more about how people can find out more information yes. about that. Shameless plug. I know. It's awesome, isn't it? <laughs> All right. Go team, go. All right. So before we talk about CSUN, just for a minute, what we are going to do is just message down, uh, navigate down the message list by pressing uh, the down arrow. Mariah Moon tested Outlook.com CSUN 2019 session narrator 101 cent 18. Below is the information for the CSUN 2000. So I'll stop it there. And I just want to call out uh, when someone navigates the message list in the mail app, so this is mail that comes with Windows 10, when you navigate the message list, uh, we wanted to add a little bit of extra text so it was easier for you to triage your mail. So as you up and down arrow through that message list, you can quickly triage your mail. So that was the first call out. So I'll go back up to that to the first email that I was on. I'll just press the up arrow. Mariah Moon tested Outlook. Press control. So now I'm going to press enter to open this message. Reading pane, message. 
Okay, so narrator focus vertically scrolled. Narrator focus has moved into the email at this point. So the same type of navigation that we've been talking about, scan mode, which which we used um, in settings, we used it on the web. I can actually use that here to read my email as well. Um, so I will turn on scan mode with cap space. Scan. Uh, and then I can down arrow here. Hey team. Oh, one other thing. When I say caps lock, cap space, I mean caps lock, but that is really the narrator key. So you so um, you can use the, the modifier key there. So uh, I can uh, down the arrow through for this the content. CSUN 2019 talk. Heading level one CSUN narrator intro session. Okay, so it just called out the, the CSUN narrator intro session, so I'll let it read this for a little bit. I'm just going to keep pressing down arrow. Enter list, bullet, title, narrator 101, introduction to narrator including web, email, tips, and more. Bullet, date, link, Wednesday, March 13, 2019. All right, so that's March 13th, 2019 uh, is our CSUN talk, if you want to join us there. Bullet, time, 11 o'clock a.m. At 11 a.m. So, and, and as we're reading this, we're giving you information about the bullets as well. Now, so, Mariah, yes. You, what, what about if someone wanted to just read the entire message? Would there be a way to do that with our new standard keyboard layout? Yes, absolutely. So How do you do that? One of the common ways to do that is with just caps or narrator key, key down arrow. Um, so we can, we can go ahead and press that. AM4 of 4 level 1, bullet, location, platinum 7 exit list, table of information for CSUN talk. All right, so I just press control there to stop. Um, but yes, you can, you can also read your email that way as well with narrator key down arrow. So I have just landed actually into a table of information in the email, and Jeff showed off some of the table reading commands on the web, and we can use those same table reading commands here in email. Uh, so I can press Control-Alt, hold those down, and then I can press the arrow keys to navigate around. So I'll press the down arrow. Table, table, has three rows, four columns, narrator 101, introduction to narrator including web, email, tips, and more, row header, row two of so there we go. So as you navigate around the table, you're also getting information about the rows and the header information. Mm -hmm. All right. So if I wanted to reply to an email, I can press Control-R at this point. Capital R. All right. And so let me make sure scan is Scan off. off. So now I can, I could type here. Cap, uh, capital E. What? Hey. E. F. Space. Jeff. Space. Make a spelling misspelled. Here. Oh, Jeff. there it is. Okay, so I just I just did that on purpose. So I typed typed Jeff twice, but I wanted to let you uh, hear what narrator was going to say. So with the smell, misspelled word, you hear a ding and you hear misspelled, and we really wanted to allow you to understand if something was misspelled as you were typing. So if you wanted to, you could make those corrections in line. Um, and what's kind of cool about the mail app is that the canvas that, that they use for the email actually shares, um, shares a lot of the information with the word canvas. So that misspelling behavior is actually the same between uh, word and mail. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and press escape now because I, I don't want to save this draft. This was just a test draft. Discard draft. Window. Cancel. Button. Are you sure you want to discard this draft? 
All right, and I just wanted to call this out in particular. So one of the new things that is also coming in the October release is that Narrator automatically reads dialogues. So when a dialogue pops up like this, uh, discard draft, it will be automatically read. Um, and uh, you, some of the other dialogues throughout the talk have been read as well. So I'll go ahead and discard this. Discard button. Spade. Inbox. All right. Out. Mariah Moon tested out. And that is everything I had for mail. That's great, Mariah. Thank you very much. Now, you can get the October 2018 update by checking for this in Windows Update. And we have a lot planned for this year. And so we're going to be back later in the year with a new webinar to talk to you all about upcoming features from the Windows Accessibility team. So I'm going to hand it back to you guys. Thank you. Thank you, Mariah and Jeff. I think this is a great session. We enjoyed it. We, Sean and I learned a lot, and I hope you learned a lot too. And I also learned that your Star Wars fun, which is great. Yeah. Uh, so with that said, I already see some questions coming through. Um, I just want to remind the audience that if you do want to send questions, please go ahead and email us at accwebinars at microsoft.com. Uh, and also hashtag is accessibilitywebinar. I, we're just going to go with the questions now. We'll try to get as much as we can. If we cannot within the time frame that we have, uh, we'll respond to you later. Um, so the first question is, Sean, do you want to go with the question? Sure, and awesome. So yeah, the first question we have um, is, have there been any changes to Braille and Narrator in the October 2018 update? I'll take this one. There have not been any Braille changes in this release. But we know that Braille is really, really important. and we are constantly, constantly looking at that. So stay tuned for more. Cool. Thanks, Jeff. Um, one of the other questions we had, um, is the Narrator user guide available in alternative formats? It is. So if you go to aka.ms slash narrator guide, not only can you read this online, but you can download Word, PDF, and Braille versions of the Narrator user guide. The Braille version is a little bit out of date, and we're going to be working on that. But that's currently what's available today. Cool. Awesome. I have a question here, too. Um, how well does Narrator work with uh, Word and Outlook? Thanks, Chitra. So that's a great question. Um, Narrator is working pretty well with Word and Outlook. I'd say one thing that we do hear feedback on is that people want Narrator with Outlook to be a little bit more performant. So we are aware of that feedback, and that's something we're working on. Uh, but we will, we will be talking more about how you can provide us that kind of feedback as well. Cool. Thanks. Awesome. Uh, there's one more here. Um, can I use third-party voices with Narrator? Yes, you can use third-party voices. And that section is covered in our user guide. So that is uh, available for Narrator. Cool. Um, and one of the other questions I saw we had, um, so if I were to join the Windows Insider program to provide feedback on Narrator, what are some of the things that I should be aware of? Yeah. Well, we really encourage all of you to consider joining us in testing our Insider builds. One of the big things that we want to recommend to you, though, is that you do not use that on your primary machine. This is really considered beta software. and if, so. You, you really want to make sure you have a secondary machine where if you are going to, you know, if you need to, you can reinstall Windows on it uh, or, you know, just keep that machine updated on the latest Windows Insider releases. That would be our best advice to you. We really collect lots of feedback from all of you, so we would suggest 
using the feedback hub. If narrator is on, you can press narrator alt F as in feedback, and that will open up the feedback hub and it guides you through a really simple process to be able to provide us feedback. There's a setting in, in narrator settings that you can go in and enable that allows us to get further diagnostic data and we would encourage you to do that as well. If narrator is not on, then you can press the Windows logo key followed by F to bring up the feedback hub. Thank you, Jeff. And I just want to add on that you can also provide your feedback in the user voice forum, which is aka.ms forward slash accessibility feedback. So go ahead and post any feedback that you have in addition to the venue that Jeff mentioned. Uh, I do have a question coming through here for Jeff and Mariah. The question is, can you talk about when it is advisable to use tab or shift tab to move focus instead of the various narrator specific commands? Want to take that? Sure. So, um, so tabbing can be used at any point with narrator. Um, you can use tab to move around the screen. Um, in terms of changing focus, I wish I could ask more specifically what, what you mean. I don't know if Jeff wants to. Well, I think the big difference here is that a lot of times you're, you're going to want to use narrators move by, you know, move to next item and previous item to be able to read additional information. Because sometimes when you tab and shift tab, again, that's only going to take you to an interactive element, such as a link, a button, or other type of control. But with narrator, you can simply use the narrator key left and right arrow to be able to move to the next and previous item. And that might include things like text that appears on the screen itself, such as in narrator settings. So that's a, that's a great point. And that's actually one of the things we showed in settings, um, where you can use something like scan mode to make sure you get through all of that static text. Right. So if we had just tabbed through those settings, you wouldn't have gotten all of that extra help text that was read. Um, so that's, that's one scenario where we, we demonstrated that. Yeah, this is why scan mode is so important, especially when you're using you know, settings and, and other applications, such as those found in the Microsoft Windows Store, but really in any application. Awesome, good. Uh, before we take the next question for the audience again, uh, just want to remind that uh, if you do want to send questions, keep it coming through. It's ACC webinars uh, with the S at the end. It's accwebinars at microsoft.com, and you can use the hashtag accessibilitywebinar and send, keep posting all your questions. This is the right time for questioning these folks, so just go ahead and keep sending all your questions. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> and so one of the other questions we had was during the demo, um, do you guys mind kind of walking us through the steps on how you got to choosing the Microsoft Mark voice? Sure. So just walking through that again, I mean, we could do that again. Maybe I'll just go ahead and do that. So, so I will... So I'll start by bringing up settings with control uh, Windows N. N. Settings window, use narrator, on. Use narrator to read and interact with your device. Toggle switch, scan. So that's, what's, that's what it's going to sound like when I land on narrator settings. So once again, that was control, Windows key, and N as in narrator, all three together. So at this point, we heard scan, so we know scan mode is on. The fastest way to get there, I can press H a few times for heading navigation. Choose when to start narrator, heading level two. Sync settings, heading level two. So I'm just pressing H here. Personalize narrator's voice, heading level two. So personalize narrator's voice, that's the heading that I'm listening for. 
And then at this point, I could tab, I could arrow, I'll just tab here. Choose a voice, Microsoft Mark, English, United States, combo box, collapsed. So choose a voice combo box, that's what I'm listening for, uh, for where to change the voice. So at this point, I can press space to open the combo box. Microsoft Mark, English, United States, three of five, selected. And at this point, I can, I can change it. So I'm just going to press the arrow keys. I'll press the up arrow here. Microsoft Zira, English, United States, so zero. two I'll, of five, non-selected. I'll try changing it to zero just so you can hear that one. Choose a voice, Microsoft Zira, English, United States, combo box, collapsed. So that's the Zira voice. But most people like the Mark voice, so I'll, I'll, I'll go back to Mark. So I'll press space here. Microsoft Zira, and down arrow. English, Microsoft Mark, English, uh, Press space States. again. Choose a voice. And there Microsoft we go. So we're back Mark, to Mark. English. So that's how you United would change States. the voice. Com cool. We have some more not done yet. Okay. Go ahead, Sean. Yeah, we had a couple more come in on Twitter. Uh, one of them was, can you silence narrator in chosen programs like audio editors? Uh, great question. So not today. So this is commonly known as sleep mode but, uh, in, you know, by some. Uh, and uh, we don't currently have that. But I think that's great feedback. You know, we're, we're, we're looking for things like that. I mean, if that's, a, if that's a scenario that you would like to be able to do with Narrator, I think that's great feedback to get. So. Yeah, we'd Thanks. love to get that. If you can go to user voice and add that, that would be fantastic. It, it really helps us. You know, we, we take feedback very seriously. Every piece of feedback that we get, we take a look at. And in fact, we're, we're often in triage meetings every day where we're looking at your specific issues that you submit to us and make sure that, that they're prioritized and looked at to improve our product. And you know we're here to, to make a product for all of you, and that's why feedback is so crucially important. You are vital to uh, us building a great product. Oh, I have a question here. Um, are the key commands similar to JAWS commands? I think what we'll say here is that, that many of the commands that you will see are more familiar to screen reader users. I think that's the best cool. way to state that. And one more. Um, where can I find the narrator commands? That is a list of the keyboard commands. Sure. Again, you can find that in the narrator user guide. So you can go to aka.ms forward slash narrator guide. And all of that information is available to you, either in online format or you can download it for your own local use. Awesome. Thanks. And we have a couple more on Twitter that I'm going to run through here. Um, are there also screen echo options in Narrator, like characters, words, and words only? Yes, in fact, so this is a, another hotkey change. So if I press Narrator 2. Character reading off. Character reading on. You, you get that option here. And uh, so yes, you can, you can do that here. Cool. I have a question here, too. Um, how do you launch Narrator on a touch-only device without a keyboard, like on a Surface Pro or a Surface Go? Um, the Narrator settings mention pressing Windows plus volume up, but there is no Windows key or button on current touch devices. So this is a great question. Um, one of the ways that you can turn on Narrator is with Cortana. So you can say something like, uh, hey, Cortana, turn on Narrator. We have received this feedback, though, and uh, we, you know, we would love to be able to make Narrator easier to turn on for these devices. So thank you for that feedback. Cool. cool. And one more on Twitter. 
Um, does Narrator support a speech viewer option? It does not today, no. But we've gotten this feedback, and again, you adding this to user voice would actually really help us here too. Uh, we, we know that that is something that users want to be able to you know, copy and, and uh, copy content that actually Narrator spoke, for example. Okay. I have a question here too. Um, what Braille display works best with Narrator or Windows? Well, I think that's really up to all of you on what Braille display works best for you as an individual. I think that you can you know, take a look at the list of Braille display manufacturers that we support. That, that information is contained in the Narrator User Guide, and that would be the best advice we can give to you. Um, another question that we got about the future of Narrator. So as Microsoft Edge moves to Chromium, what is the status of Chromium or Chrome support for Narrator? So that is a great question. Um, you know, we, are, we will continue to make sure that our browsers are accessible, and that is something we are uh, working towards. Um, and that is, I think that's great feedback and, and definitely something we're, we're working towards. Okay. Thank you. Um, I'm just going to give a little break for them and kind of remind you for the, about the email address again. Sorry, this can be annoying. Um, keep sending the questions coming through ACC webinars at Microsoft.com. Uh, I do have another question here, which I want to read here. How does Narrator deal with inaccessible email attachments? Can it OCR the image? OCR. So, yes. So the command that we showed to uh, to get some I information description, description mm -hmm. is uh, the narrator key control D for description. Um, I don't know if Jeff wants to say more about that. But. Yeah. If if the actual attachment is an image, then yes, we can can do that. But if it's another it's another type of file format, then we currently don't support you know, doing OCR on that document specifically. Cool. Um, and we have uh, one more on Twitter. Um, can you easily jump back and forward, jump to the back and forward buttons in Edge? Yes, I believe so. Yeah, I think uh, I'm not sure if there's hotkeys on those or not. Um, can, can you do alt left you can arrow? Do, you can do alt and left and right arrow, but yes. I don't know that, uh, I don't know if there's actual, you know, other hotkeys for those or not. We'll have to get back to you on that. Okay, cool. All right, so I do have another question um, in an email, which is, does a narrator command vary based on whether you're using a desktop computer or a laptop? Oh, that's a great question, and uh, no. Uh, the standard keyboard layout, the reason why we designed it the way that we did was we wanted to make sure that whether you were on a laptop or you were on a, on a desktop, then the commands are pretty much the same, and we have duplicated the commands across the keyboard. So this is why we have support for the narrator key both on the caps lock key and on the insert key, because on laptops, generally people use the caps lock key as their modifier key, and on desktop computers, many people like to use the insert key. So no, but again, you can find out a lot more information about that in the narrator user guide itself. Great question, thank you. Yeah, um, we have another question on Braille. Um, does Narrator read BRF files? Yes, Narrator will. Uh, you can you can see the Braille BRF files on your Braille display. 
However, uh, you know, since, since we can't turn speech off while reading, um, they're, they're not going to read with speech very effectively. But we've gotten this feedback too, and, and again, we would encourage you to add this as something that you would like on the user voice forums. I got a few more questions, Jeff. Um, mm -hmm. Does Narrator have a scripting language like the screen reader such as JAWS? That's a great question, and today it does not. And we're, but we always listen to this feedback, and so we're, you know, this is again why user voice and the feedback hub and other channels are so important. That if it's something that is important to you, then we would greatly encourage you to let us know that and get us that feedback. Yeah, and one other thing to add about scripting. Um, I think one of the things that would be helpful for us if you go onto the user voice and, and you post this is what scenarios might be really yeah, useful for exactly. you for scripting. Yeah, why is that important? In other words, how would yeah. you use it? Yeah. So thanks, Jeff. Right. Sure. Um, well, another follow-up question on Braille. Um, does Narrator support the use of a Braille display at the login screen? Yes. In fact, that was added in the October 2018 update so that if you're on the lock screen then Braille is there and uh, you can actually log in with your Braille display. Absolutely. Great question. Thank you. I have one more. Mm -hmm. um, do these keystrokes work with Word Online as well? What specific keystrokes? So Word Online um, you you can use Narrator with with Word Online. You can you can turn on scan mode in Word Online. You can also use the the keys um, that Jeff was talking about for like line navigation and and some of the other navigations. Um, I know that Word Online does have a different set of of hot keys, of hot keys mm -hmm. than Word, um, so those might be a little bit different. Uh, but you can you can use Narrator there. There's a really great set of accessibility articles related to Office, and uh, I think it's I think it's slash office accessibility, I believe. All right, I think we kind of got to all the questions as much as we can. Um, so we are going to wrap up this webinar. I just want to thank you, and Sean will give you a few reference URLs now. Um, so you can use it. And we wanted to definitely thank Jeff and Mariah for delivering an awesome uh, webinar. I hope this is very helpful for you. Thanks for having us. Thank you. And I do want to let you know that um, there is going to be an email sent with a link to a survey. So please uh, tell us how we did. It's going to be a short survey link. Provide your feedback. And we will, we will look forward to hear back from you. Uh, our next webinar is on Windows 10 and Low Vision, and it's going to be on February 20th. So if you haven't registered before, go ahead and register. Keep checking our sway because we'll keep updating, and we look forward to connect many more webinars this year. So we want to make sure that you make the best use of it. Thank you so much, and I'll hand it over to Sean. Sure. Thanks, Chitra. Um, so one of the other things I did want to mention is if you didn't miss, if you cut, missed part of the recording or part of the webinar, um, these are all recorded. Um, we'll get it posted online. Um, once that's available, so bear with us on that. Um, so again, if we didn't get to your question, um, please reach out to us via the Disability Answer Desk, or again, we'll be on Twitter monitoring hashtag AccessibilityWebinar. So if you'd like to learn more about Narrator, um, I just want to mention some of the resources. So the Narrator Guide can be found at aka.ms slash Narrator Guide. And we had talked about for if folks wanted to become Windows insiders and kind of try the latest and greatest features. 
definitely check out insider.windows.com for more information on signing up for that. If you have any other questions around Microsoft accessibility features or have ideas for future webinar topics, uh, please let us know on Twitter at MSFT Enable or use the hashtag AccessibilityWebinar. As always, the Disability Answer Desk is available to help um, with technical issues over phone, chat, and American Sign Language here in the US. Um, you can find our contact info at aka.ms slash disability answer desk. Sorry, and again, that's aka.ms slash disability answer desk. Um, to see the rest of our webinar schedule and view archived sessions, visit aka.ms slash accessibility webinars. Thank you so much, everyone. It's great to have you all together and come for this webinar. Uh, I think we all had a good time. Uh, we will send you an explicit email with a link to the recording. The recording is going to be available in a few weeks. I know there's a lot of emails coming through requesting for recordings, so keep watching for our email. Keep checking our swipe. Until then, bye from Sean and Chitra. Bringing you news from ACB and other sources, here's Janine Stanley. Just in time for the ACB Mid-Year President's Meeting and Legislative Seminar, ACB Wink, our app for listening to audio from various ACB events, plus a host of other functions, has been updated for Android. So if you use an Android device, you may want to grab the update from the Google Play Store. This app is also available on iOS, and it is the great way to tune in to all of our live content from various state affiliates and our national meetings. You can find a lot more within the ACB Link app, so go ahead and download that today. That's the letters A-C-B Link, L-I-N-K. In other news from ACB, we hear from outreach and advocacy specialist Claire Stanley. Claire notes that an outside company has approached ACB about absentee voting. And since we talked a good bit about absentee voting on our show during the election season, we would like to let you know that Claire is asking two questions of people. Are you interested in being able to vote absentee? And what have your experiences been? Is this something that's important to you. If you'd like to speak up on those issues, you can get in touch with Claire via email at c.stanley at acb.org. That's the letter C dot S-T-A-N-L-E-Y at acb.org. And no, we are not related. News of technology. We hear from Humanware. They have developed a new line of video magnifiers, the Reveal 16 and the Reveal 16i. These are 16-inch magnifiers. They are foldable. The Reveal 16i includes an Android tablet so that you can experience things like email and YouTube videos along with the magnification features. If you'd like to learn more about these devices. They are shipping now, uh, according to Humanware, and you can learn more at their website, www.humanware.com. In other news, Apple has squashed the FaceTime audio group bug that many of us have heard about. So if you haven't updated your devices to the latest version of iOS, you may want to do that right away. Main Menu is a program brought to you by the American Council of the Blind and ACB Radio. It airs every Friday evening beginning at 9 p.m. Eastern on ACB Radio Mainstream 
and repeats every four hours until 5 p.m. the following day. You can tune in by going to acbradio.org slash mainstream, grab it as a podcast, use ACB link for Android and iOS, or call 712-775-4808. If you have any ideas, suggestions, or a demo of your own to submit, feel free to email us, mainmenu at acbradio.org. You can also reach us on Twitter at MainMenu. Please note that any submissions are subject to approval by the MainMenu team before airing. Thank you so much for listening. 